0: It is a rare, hot, muggy, extreme weather alert, Saturday night. Ooh. It is Check the Vending Machines, a weekly pop culture podcast. And I want to start the show off with this.
1: All right, hit me with it.
0: One of my favorite beers of all time. Yeah, Fat Tire. Yeah. I have Fat Tire here in my hand.
1: I like that bottle design.
0: It's so... They announced six months ago uh-huh. they were going to um New Belgium. Mm-hmm. They weren't happy with the, the sales of Fat Tire. Yeah. So they were gonna change the recipe, change the branding. Okay. And it went from being this quasi cool bottle logo like design, like fifties style, like yeah. Americana, and the beer was a little bolder for what mm-hmm. the kind of beer it is and i just saw it a few days ago I mean, this came out in january this new branding to this okay. kind of branding obviously yeah. people who hear can't see this but it's like a it almost makes things a japanese beer
1: it does kind of vaguely look from the japanese beers i've seen on trash trash taste when they do their like drinking streams it looks very japanese-ish i agree with that my opinion I is that the it's... old fat Tire design they had that like nice like dick and jane like stenciled picture of like the tire that was and like, then there's
0: like the bike like leaning over or whatever's like green and yeah. like, green and yellow or gold yeah. i like this design it's like blue white gold red it's much more me. for sure it, it also looks more hipster and i kind of like it <laughs> um but in the taste from what i remember i mean it's it's hard to tell now because it has been yeah i feel like i've
1: it's been a vidded. while since i've had a fat tire it's
0: it's lighter okay crisper Ooh. and i think that's a good beer for the summer
1: okay high
0: quality i like to try dro- to
1: see if i can pick up pick some up and see what i think
0: high quality low impact that's what they put in the bottle
1: hey i'm down for that i
0: think i bought a 20 pack or whatever
1: oh shit 20, whatever 20, 12
0: pack i don't know what i bought 12 pack? 12, 12 pack of bottles if they're bottles
1: they're probably 12 packs they
0: didn't have a they didn't have a six pack i bought a six pack i want to try it i liked it a lot i knocked it out in a week so yeah. yesterday i bought a 12 pack and i was like nice I'm diving I mean, in. Man,
1: there's a new king of beer in the USA, baby. Bud Light's gone. You know what it is now? What? Modelo. Modelo's good, man. Modelo's man. the number one beer in the USA, baby. I,
0: I, I believe Modelo's good, man.
1: I do like Modelo. I think of all, like, imported beers, I feel like Modelo is definitely my favorite.
0: Um, From my that,
1: Dos Equis, from that region it. of mm.
0: imported beer, I would say yes.
1: Because mm.
0: my okay. favorite imported beer is... is um. Orion from Japan,
1: is that the one?
0: It's like a silver can.
1: I feel like the one that the boys talk about on Trash Days was like a golden can.
0: That might be Kieran, maybe kirin Ichiban. There's Sapporo, or the big like the big three like like the Bud Light, Coors right. Light kind of thing the orion yeah. i think it's from okinawa i think but you know it's it's my favorite okay. japanese beer from like the i I've never i never had japanese craft beer so i don't know if that even exists i've
1: never well i i have to say my favorite import right now is modello because i've never had a japanese import beer well
0: it's you should get the big three sapporo kirin and then get orion okay. obviously i talked before about how i love modello yes and modello i i drink more modello <laughs> during U- UFC then so much it's like the, that's it and it's like you, I'll, I'll start the prelims and I'm like man like 10 minutes in, I'm like fuck dude because they they run those things like crazy oh yeah yeah and then oh. they start the fight they're like oh by the way UFC 295 sponsored by Modelo. Modelo and they'll be like uh, where the true fighters play or some shit I'm like it's I gotta like, go to the gas again, station what
1: is it NFL's being constantly sponsored NFL was sponsored by Bud Light wasn't it I know I the probably, Super Bowl is probably but because the Super Bowl, they always have their big Bud Light Super Bowl commercial. Here's the thing, Although, man. I don't think they had one last year. There wasn't that many good commercials last year. I didn't see I feel any. like they've been like falling off with the Super Bowl commercials. I think so, the too. last couple of years.
0: I do also want to add, though, about the Bud Light thing. Because, yeah. you know, this is not a political show. It's not. But I do want to say that um, the, that's the stupidest thing in the world. Yeah. And the reason why people are so upset about the Bud Light thing, I think, I think you're dumb. Yeah. If you're actually upset about it, I think you're dumb.
1: Yeah. Um, if you're Kid Rock using an AK-47 to shoot... A- I think that's an amazing 24%. video. I mean, it's I think a funny a, video. I think
0: that's an amazing video. I think that you combine that with that Jason Aldean song.
1: <laughs> a Jason Aldean song kills me. And
0: I'm like, I'm in heaven because I think it's so funny. It's so, and it's worse, oh, too, man. because like... Chances are, mm-hmm. the people that are I'm making fun of with that are like, theoretically, the left wingers would think that we're on the same side. Like me, me, the Kid That's Rock true. fan, and then me would think that we're the same. Like we're in the same camp. That's true. But you have to be an extra level of doofus to get so upset by a brand trying to make money.
1: Yeah, I don't like, get. Come it. on. And it's the whole culture war thing that's happening. It's like Ben Shapiro and all those people. They've been like really harping on. His like, Barbie
0: thing? Dude, what
1: the Barbie doing? thing is stupid. What are we doing? I don't get that. Well, first of all, we've talked about this before, but he just has terrible tastes in movies in general. Yeah. But yeah, like the fact that he like tried to do the whole Barbie thing. And I was like, you know, it's a good movie. Like, fuck off. Yeah. Like, I know it doesn't like have your, the political messaging that you want. Cause it's like his whole life basically, but
0: yeah, well, it's an example of him and everyone on the side of the aisle are the same, or the people that make your politics, your entire personality.
1: Yeah. It's too much. Or the un- inability it's to I haven't, li- I haven't listened to him seriously. And like, since the beginning of the summer, at least since like, yeah. May. it might probably been like April or something like that.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, I've been out of the political realm. I mean, it's, here's the thing.
1: I mean, I can't ever get out of it as long as I'm in news. I'm just surrounded by it, but I've definitely. Yeah, that's,
0: that's the time when I was the most in it was when I was working. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was, it it would be like the most I've ever been, like the most libertarian I've ever been in my life. Yeah. Like listening to like Glenn Beck every day and like reading like Ayn Rand every, like all the time. The most that of that I've ever been was when I was having to interview like Biden and like Clinton yeah. and being like, "You
1: motherfuckers, you don't know, it. you don't know,
0: <laughs> free, free everything." And then the moment I stopped being a, a photog, I was like, "Oh, I don't give a fuck." Yeah, you're gonna I'll give a damn. my college. If you do it, I mean, maybe I'll think... Well, that's
1: my thing. It's like my principles only went so far because it's like, oh, you'll pay for my student loan? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'll take I mean, it.
0: I'll take it. So maybe at that point... i to
1: look at gift horse in the mouth, man. You want to pay for it. I'll, by all means.
0: I think I quickly learned, especially after getting out of the news business
1: yeah, and
0: getting out of policing to the on the physical extent,
1: mm-hmm.
0: was like... And, and even working in the field in both those jobs, you learn that... People are just trying to like do what's best for their own lives and their families, yep. and for me, if Joe Biden or Barack Obama two wants to pay for my student or my wife's student debt, yo, yeah. trust me.
1: Hey. All right, I sign up day one. I don't care. I'm not. I'm not gonna complain. Yeah, whatever. I'm gonna be like, no, take your money to pay away my debts and shove it up your ass. And like, yeah. no, I'll take no,
0: it. I have my principles in the trash. Yeah. Don't got them.
1: I immediately became a hypocrite. I said, "Okay, yeah, sure." Yeah,
0: exactly, exactly, dude. Yeah, it's like I see all my Instagram. I have a lot of my a lot of my friends who are a uh, big, um, big blue line people.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, you know, from my previous life, mm-hmm. are, 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 are so. And um, this is not this is pop culture related, but that movie movie pop culture related, but there That's are uh, so many memes and posts on their stories on Instagram about like number one in the country jason aldean <laughs> number one and when i, I listened to the song um, i feel like i
1: heard the excerpt of it of like in like uh like one of the, the packages that like cbs put down or something like that
0: mm-hmm. and i was like this isn't even that good of a song. i listened to it the full song in the video
1: yeah and it sucks yeah
0: it's just terrible it's a that's a bad song well
1: that's my thing well i mean i guess maybe i'm in the minority because apparently he's number one in the fucking country but oh yeah
0: yeah, well, people but want to rally.
1: I, he's not like, I mean, I'm also not a great judge of that because I just don't listen to a lot of country music in general. Sure, like, like I only recently started listening to like Morgan Wallen. I was like, All yeah, right. I like him. I like Thomas yeah. Rhett for a while. I've always liked Thomas Rhett, sure. but he's like, he's pop. He's like pop country. It's
0: pop country. That's kind yeah. of
1: like Morgan Wallen is. Too. Well, it's like yeah, country music in general nowadays is like not really what it used to be. It's, well, you know, Jason reason- Aldean's
0: real America
1: yeah it's mostly then, country
0: i saw a video that was like critiquing the vi- the, the song yeah he's like, try that in a small town like you're from macon georgia like it's actually <laughs> a pretty pretty decently sized city i was gonna
1: say macon's like i mean that's pretty no, i don't I, I can't uh, confirm
0: if he's from macon or not but i from what i understand about macon it's not like it's a fucking
1: no it's not a small town that's a sure. boony
0: place you know yeah
1: yeah so mm. try that I,
0: i've been saying that all the time dude
1: Try that in a small town?
0: Try that in a small town. I've been saying this <laughs> shit so much, man. Like I'll, I'll be walking around and it'll be some dumb shit. I'll be like, man, you try that in a small town. You, trust that? you try <laughs> that It <a> <laughs> wouldn't work out for you too well. Tell no, you what. <laughs> you know what I mean? Barbie, number oh, one box God. office, try that in a small town.
1: Mm. <laughs> See how far that me? gets you.
0: That's the culture war. Mm-hmm. Barbie demolishes the box office. Number Dude. one in America in the music charts. What's like,
1: what was it? I think I ran a story this week. Though. It was like became the first movie from a female director to pass like a billion dollars yeah i was like all right well
0: it's like this it's like the opposite of people it's the people who were clearly fans of greta gerwig who know what she's about yeah who were in in mass gonna go see it because they knew that the kind of film it was probably gonna be yeah so you know that side of the aisle is gonna go flood it
1: yeah
0: and then you have the jason aldean stuff which is the people who are on that side of the aisle who know what he's about, yeah, are gonna flood the the, the Spotify tracks or the CD, mm-hmm. whatever, to get that song, and they're not gonna buy Bud Light because no, no, whatever. And know, what it I mean. was like
1: the Nike shit with me, like so when people were like burning their Nike socks and shoes and shit like that. And Michael like...
0: Jordan had the best take on that years and with years and years stuff? ago with Nike. What
1: was it? I, like? I, I, I can't I
0: can't give you the exact quote because it's been a while since I've heard it. Yeah. but someone someone was complaining about him to hit to him like i think in the late 80s or early 90s i could be wrong mm-hmm. about how um he wasn't supp- endorsing this can this democrat candidate in north carolina cuz that's where he's from yeah and they kept like harassing him like why aren't you supporting this candidate or something like that and i believe the story was he came out in the interview or on the news or whatever and said conservatives buy shoes too yeah AKA, I want my I want people to buy my to buy Jordans.
1: Yeah, I want people to buy my shit.
0: And if you alienate one of them then they won't buy your shit.
1: Yeah. It was like I listened to a YouTube short, I feel like a week or two ago. It's like one of the only like intellectual things I've ever heard Trevor Noah say. <laughs> I don't know what he was doing, but he was like on a interview somewhere and he was talking about like the current state of like politics in general and stuff like that. And he was talking about, um, like the divide in the country right now. And then, I think the woman phrased the question of something like, like, uh, the correct way or something like that of like, whatever her side of, you know, like the left side of thinking or, or whatnot, like she phrased it in some way where he was like, well, it's like clearly not that cause 50% of the country didn't vote for that. So like, it's clearly yeah. like very divided right now. Like, right. They, f- it's I don't know. It's that weird thing where it's like they feel like it's like the popular thinking of whatever they are because most of them are the people that are like in front of cameras and shit like that. Like, sure. You know. if you look at like the thinking of America as a whole, most people flip a coin. Yeah, exactly.
0: They, exactly.
1: They agree with you or not? So.
0: Or or even even more than that, it's you flip a coin on every single oh, issue.
1: Yeah. Like an sure issue of like
0: be. an issue of like what's the best Spielberg movie of all time. You flip a hey. coin. I mean chances are it's gonna be Raiders or E. T or Jaws. No. Yeah. Yeah. But then this one person's like, no, it's close encounters. Hey. And you go, Oh shit, you are a you a deep up, fan. You're a deep, you a hardcore Spielberg
1: And then the next one person says there's list, and you said, Oh, you're oh no i see i see how you live your life i get it
0: yeah i watch Schindler's list every year Oof,
1: (laughs) oof. that's that's a rough year
0: that's a a, why are you doing that every year
1: so that's a rough anniversary to have what are you talking about every year (laughs) (laughs) i don't think i've watched that movie since i was in like fucking high school
0: that's probably they showed it. it
1: in history class i feel like it's definitely one of those like end of the year movies where like yeah Hey guys, you guys did
0: good this year. Let's watch a bummer.
1: Let's watch a bummer, but it's historically accurate. So
0: I've told the story I before say but... that I,
1: I get to say that you're technically learning stuff.
0: Yeah, I told the, the story before about how when I was in film school, my professor was like, all right, guys, we're gonna watch a movie today, or the next this this next school day we're gonna watch a movie. And we're like, mm-hmm. fucking dude, of course. We're in film school. Lay it yeah. on us. And we watched fucking um what was it called? Uh, the Jared Leto drug movie.
1: Oh, Requiem for a Dream? We
0: watched we watch Requiem for a rough Dream. Ass,
1: that's a rough-ass movie to show <laughs> we, to a group of it students. Was
0: like, dude, it was our first class. Of the, it's like 8 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> like like All right, let's do the fucking montage of the heroin being burnt up and then <laughs> just watch fucking ass to ass at the end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> what
1: are we doing, dude? Jesus.
0: That was such a bummer. Uh you go, you go to your. We went. I remember going. That was pre-production. I remember we walked to post-production all bummed out. We're like,
1: "Oh, great!" That basically ruined my entire day. Now we
0: get to go fucking cut film on a flatbed, acting like we're happy.
1: <laughs> it's like okay,
0: I don't give a shit. Check the vending machines weekly pop culture mm-hmm. chat action. This is a podcast where Zach, there, and I, Jason, come together mm-hmm. to talk about pop culture stuff, mostly movies. Yes. Or the realm of movies, and uh, I don't call them films because if you call them films, walk in front of a bus. No,
1: I'm just kidding. Try that in small town.
0: Try that in a small town. You call <laughs> you try to call you try to call that shit a film in a like small town.
1: Oh, nah, dude. See how far that gets you. Yeah, you
0: you won't make it down a mile. <laughs> you won't make it past the one stoplight we have.
1: You ain't gonna make it out that side the front of town hall. Mm.
0: Nah, dude, ain't gonna happen. Mm. This week on the podcast, I had an idea. We did it before. I saw some other YouTube uh, people do it, do this recently, and Mm they not the same way, but the same the same number. Um, and it was you did it originally, Zach, for the podcast because you you saw it from another podcast. Yes, doing about anime, the anime three by three challenge. They did a
1: couple of different ones. They did anime. They did film. They did a music one. So right. And we
0: did the anime one. I can't remember exactly what our lists were, but I remember mine being just shown and stuff.
1: Yeah. I don't remember what it was, but I will say I also brought my visual aid again. I did nice. make mine three by three. Hell yeah.
0: I was going to make it on my layout app for Instagram.
1: Yeah. Okay. But
0: uh, we're going to do the movie three by three in the sense of, excuse me, the three by three movie list that influ- influenced Yes. Your movie taste and watching preferences. And here's where I did it. I want to curious what, how you did it. Okay. Um, I picked nine flicks that... Because we've done our top tens before. Yeah. Because to me, top ten movies are different than nine movies that represented how I chose stuff to watch. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I, my, I made my list like that. Here, Here are nine movies that embodied at the time of my movie progression growing up of what I was choosing to watch and how yeah, that influenced me is kind of how I build my list.
1: I would agree with that. Okay. I tried to take a similar aspect. I think it's not all like childhood movies that I grew up with, but I think for me, I definitely tried to come about it from the aspect of like, these are movies that at very specific points in time, like shaped the type of content that I like to consume sure i think like most of these movies are like big turning points for me of like once i saw this movie i was like all right i want to see more shit like this so
0: i completely agree i'm completely with you on this on this
1: yeah so here we
0: go all right nine movies that are the most inspirational to you and your personal movie journey life and we can put on letterboxd if we want to it's the podcast this is the topic zach what is your first box Movie.
1: No particular order, but first box. Ghostbusters.
0: Ghostbusters. Man. Ghostbusters. I think you're choosing part... number one. The what? You're choosing number one.
1: Yes, number one. The first okay. Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill Murray, Jan ackroyd Sigourney, um, Ernie Hudson, Harold, and um Harold. Oh my god, why can't I remember his name? Harold. Harold. Oh my god. Rest in peace, Harold. Directed, um, directed by
0: fucking what's his name
1: uh um oh god what is his name no <laughs> i know his name what's his name i, I know, know it him. from fucking um movies that made us i kept wanting to
0: say max landis's dad but it's not him
1: it is him isn't it john landis is it john is it john i can't or remember no it's ivan reitman that's who i'm yeah 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 it's reitman Oh, so yeah, because it's Reitman's kid that did the New Afterlife. Ghostbusters. Yeah. Yeah. Because Max Landis definitely did not do that. So No, 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 no. And I know um, because
0: I know because John Landis, yeah. who's also on ton documentaries, is mm-hmm. like more of like the um he's done so much more stuff in genre. Yeah. Like film genre. And Ivan Reitman from I don't really know much of his film biography beyond like Ghostbusters and a, a couple other things. Mm-hmm. So sorry, go ahead.
1: Uh, well, he did like Stripes. I mean, he did a couple of those. I mean, he basically he did the stuff with, with
0: with Harold Ramis. I mean, he basically like
1: yeah. He like basically part with Harold like anything that Harold Ramis was involved in. It was probably Ivan Reitman who was directing it. Um, yeah, but I mean, especially like so Ghostbusters, uh, nineteen eighty something. I can't remember off the top of my head.
0: It is, um, 84. 84.
1: 1984. I mean, for me, I think this is definitely one of those movies that, like, I definitely remember early on, like, when I watched it, first of all, I just knew that I liked Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd. I thought they were really, really funny. It got me into, like, ensemble comedies in general. Like, Mm -hmm. even outside of, like, you know, stuff that Bill Murray's done, but Bill Murray did, but, like, caddy's shack and like this kind of like also like formed my mind into like well also blazing saddles did that but like mel brooks's stuff uh as well like just getting more into like comedy movies in general like ghostbusters was like a big gateway opening movie for that for me sure. at least from like what i remember early on like especially like more adult comedy movies like obviously there's like cartoons and stuff like that that were really yeah. funny but like as far as like geared toward adults formative like Comedy groups, yeah, ensembles like this was definitely one of the earlier ones for me and like sparked that love of just laughing, laughing. All sure,
0: time. I get that completely, and I, and I would agree with you. Even though when I watched Ghostbusters as a kid, I, I've said this before, mm-hmm. I always preferred Ghostbusters 2 over one as a kid. I don't mm. know, maybe it's the first one I saw, yeah, maybe it's one I had on VHS, I don't remember exactly, but I preferred because I 2 definitely had, I had
1: Ghostbusters 1 on VHS, I did not have, I, Ghostbusters yeah. 2.
0: I had one. On, I think, I think recorded off Mm -hmm. TV, and then I had two on tape. uh, I know the actual release, yeah, but I watched them both a ton alternatively, Mm -hmm. but um, and they're the same movie basically, yeah. Um, but to me, Ghostbusters one is so powerful; it was so formative for me. It's not on my list, but yeah, um, was so formative for me in a couple ways. But the number one way was that it got me into ghosts yes It got me into that without that even real really spooky,
1: spooky stuff man without
0: even really like putting that as the forefront it's like such it's such minor dialogue between yeah you know ray and egon mm-hmm. where and then obviously bill is kind of like the forefront character yeah and when i was a kid my, my dad never really seemed to like ghostbusters and i don't know why mm-hmm. and i remember talking to him maybe maybe when I was like 11 or something right when I was like getting really into like buying and by me buying, I mean him buying it for me, like physical yeah. media. And we had this monthly, a monthly blood like paper pamphlet magazine that came in the service mm-hmm. and you select DVDs or whatever, like five or six or whatever. And you, and you'd be a discounted and they would, they would say, I'm sending to you in a week or two. Yeah. So he would, he knew that I had, I didn't have any friends. Mm-hmm. so i was living on the air force base and there's no one for me There was literally no one around me because the base was empty mm-hmm. and i went to a school in a bad area so he knew that what what i loved was movies so he did this for me yeah so that's how i watched constantine was through this service no Ooh. i got a dvd constantine or whatever Hell and yeah. i would get like three or four at a time depending on how much they cost and i remember being like oh, i want ghostbusters he goes okay here's what you do you should get this movie called animal house because it's made by the guy who made ghostbusters and i was like well i don't at this time i really care about directors except for george lucas and francis coppola so i don't really i I was that kid i'm like i don't really care yeah um but i was like okay cool and he that got me in even though there's no one in that movie kind of like you getting into mel brooks or the kind of like the the, that that combo
1: yeah
0: ghostbusters was the lead up to me getting into national lampoon
1: oh okay
0: which which is like a whole like era of my life of just like mad magazine yeah. and then like national lampoon stuff except for vacation because i still haven't seen vacation yeah but that stuff you know became massive for me coupled with american pie mm-hmm. which is like oh my god like this is like animal house on crack
1: <laughs> you know what i mean american pie road trip ooh.
0: all that stuff new guy yeah so yeah. i i that's a good pick
1: all right yeah yeah what's your first on your list jason First on my list, I will um
0: kind of piggyback off your comedy back your comedy choice and do my comedy choice because I have one. Okay. Which is um this movie when I saw it when I was a kid, I can't remember what year it came out. I think the year 2000. So I was very young when it came out and okay. it was a movie that everyone was quoting even if you were a young person and didn't really get all the bits. Mm-hmm. But it's a Stoner it's a modern stoner comedy. With Ashton Kutcher and Sean William Scott.
1: Dude, where's my car?
0: Dude, where's my car? (laughs) And I remember watching this movie at like eight years old or however, nine, ten, whatever. And... Alright, I'm back. You're back, okay. Um, No, yeah, I remember watching this movie, Dude, Where's My Car, as a youngster. And... Obviously, there's so much of the jokes that I didn't get at the time Mm -hmm. because they're just over my head for being a child. And I didn't get that they're supposed to be stoners kind of thing. Yeah. But the jokes were – they're so stupid and so goofy, which is obviously the essence of a stoner comedy. Mm -hmm. And I would just laugh so much. And Obviously, so much of that movie is so – you can't make that movie today. Like the bit where they're going through the the drive-thru and it's the Asian lady who's probably just a white guy doing the voice – but then the tattoos and dude, dude what's mine say? <laughs> all that stuff. The ending of that movie is bonkers. Yeah. The giant, like they're like alien ladies, like <laughs> and then look at the girl's panties. It's like all it's so stupid. Yeah. And it's such a bonkers movie, but what it did for me was, I think made me appreciate stupid shit. Yeah. And like, take that movies don't have to be RoboCop. I get. I Even mean, the RoboCop is funny, but like it's a different kind of funny.
1: It's definitely yeah. RoboCop is a different type of humor, other than, like, it's not like Pineapple Express, like, right. shit. Right.
0: And more than anything, what Do Where's My Car did for me, besides just make me laugh, because it was so funny, mm-hmm. one of my dad's favorite shows when I was growing up was That 70s Show.
1: Oh, okay. So, I
0: I knew the I knew Ashton Kutcher from That 70s Show. Okay. So, that's also one of the reasons why I wanted to watch, because I knew, I knew who he was, plus punk so, yeah. I had all this stuff. I knew who this guy was. And I knew Sean William Scott from American Pie. Yeah. Right. So, I had this massive crossover. But when I'm watching him do Where's My Car, I'm thinking, this is so funny. And then I go watch with my dad, I go watch that 70s show.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: then I would see there's a character. How much have you ever watched that 70s show, Zach?
1: I've watched, I mean, I've never like sat down and like watched every episode, but I've watched a good chunk of it. Yeah.
0: Okay, so there's a point in the show where Hyde, who is now canceled yes. and completely deserves to be under the jail. But the character of Hyde goes to get a job, and he his boss
1: mm-hmm. is
0: Tommy Chong. Yes. And I remember being, my, I was being like, Dad, like, who's this guy? Like, Why is he always so weird? Go, oh, he's a stoner. He's actually a comedian. He made a bunch yep. of movies in the 70s and 80s about, Chong. about stoners. I was like, well, what's that? I was like, okay, I'll go check them out. In high school, I started watching Cheech and Chong just on a, on a whim, yeah. And I was like, "Oh my god, this is just dude, where's my car?" <laughs> but like the original, yeah. So from like that moment on, like I I I love that those movies, you know, mm-hmm. all the Cheech and Chong flicks. And they, I think I credit "Dude, Where's My Car?" for okay building the foundation to appreciate you know yeah. stoner stuff, even though I've Probably. never smoked weed. <laughs> but i can appreciate how stupid the the humor is.
1: Yeah, i mean there's something that about stoner comedy in general that like something about it hits even if you've like never smoked weed like there's still just something about it cuz it was like mine wasn't dude where's my car but my first introduction to stoner humor like that for me was pineapple express. So, yeah. I saw that it was in theaters too late, but
0: I've ever seen that in theaters and like um i thought it was okay but that that stoner comedy was like
1: <laughs> yeah. It was like well, it's stuff rogan blood. so you got the <laughs> yeah like, to me, like, laugh like
0: cheech and Chong never like laughed at themselves they're like yeah. they were so serious in their endeavors yeah but um but yeah
1: exactly nice, what, what is you- your
0: uh next flick man
1: next flick on my list it's a little throwback to what we did last week, okay, but this movie was very informative, formative for me, and we talked about it, and we've talked about it a bunch, 1990. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
0: Yeah. This absolutely. was like,
1: as far as like one of the earliest movies that I saw that was like a martial arts film. It's one of those movies that like, as a kid, I pretended that I was Raphael. Cause I was that weird fucker. I would make like the, do you, did you ever have like the, um, they weren't connects, but they were like kind of like Lincoln longs, but they had like sticks and like things that you could like put together.
0: Yeah. I never had those, but I know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah. So I would use those to make like Raphael's weapon and would do that shit. Cause mm-hmm. that's the type of nerdy kid I was. Um, but I love this movie so much. Like, and it got me into like being interested, interested in like martial arts movies in general. Like this is definitely one of the earlier, one of the first movies that I saw that like got me into like the ninjutsu and, uh, martial arts and like all that kind of shit. Sure. Also just introduced me to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Absolutely. Um, and you know ever since then you know some might say that the TMNT was a bridge to me becoming an anime fan some would, some might say that
0: i think you can make it a connection at some point some 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 people could make that connection i think you can make the connection yeah. i mean yeah i mean it's not on my list either but if i was going gonna... it, to it it's it's essential to my life yeah. there's there's no way you can tell the story of my life without Ninja without Turtles, tmnt especially man. secret of the us like
1: yeah, To almost, me, like it was just so fun.
0: You cannot like there's so much of my life that's based around kino yeah. and just the idea of backflips in an apartment and yeah. the farmhouse and the everything about the movies are oh my god were, were massively replayed for me as a kid. So I mean we've talked about agnosium, obviously, but like Yes. It, it yeah, it Ad is it Ag or an ad? Ad? ad ad nauseum. Ag-nauseum? Ad we'll nauseum. Talk, we we'll yeah. talked about it a fuck ton <laughs> and yeah those movies are massive and that first movie too was so big for me as a kid um mm-hmm. again on tape vhs is re-watching the, the shit out of it yeah and just memorizing so many lines but specifically pizza dudes got 30 seconds
1: pizza dudes got 30 seconds and
0: not knowing that that was cory feldman and yeah. like you know, as going on to be an '80s movie fan, you're like, "Oh my gosh, that's the guy from fucking fucking Lost Boys," and yeah, all these different things. And then, you know, paying one-on-one classes, and session and classes like, in session, and like all that mm. stuff. And yeah, man, that movie, that
1: movie, Mikey trying cool. to define a catchphrase the entire movie. Yeah, move that movie. That movie Medical. is... Medical
0: tubular. <laughs> well, just being this saying cowabunga a lot cowabunga a man yeah that movie was massive cowabunga
1: is such a good i'm so glad that like i don't know why but cowabunga as a catchphrase is so fucking dope i love it
0: i agree I, yeah that movie is a 10 out of 10 masterpiece five out of five yeah. like if I it comes on I, i'm probably gonna watch it
1: you know dancing I mean? to tequila in the middle of the their sewer apartment it's great
0: which and that's another one of those things of like what a what a movie! it was in like a 90s essential yeah, for movies to like have cool headquarters. Oh yeah. So like you have like the dude, super cool lair.
1: so fucking rad. But
0: then you go to the foot clan, and you're like, what the fuck? Ooh. Do they skateboard and they BMX Hell yeah. and they, fucking... they got fucking
1: arcade machines, pinball? They got yeah, an entire quarter dude. pipe or half pipe? How weird that? Shit and work. talk
0: about like a really dark ending for a kids movie. Like we like fucking yeah. Put shredder in the fucking dumpster in case he and immediately just fucking just flips it. Wish.
1: Like, oh my god. And dude. then he just comes back in the second movie and he's like, yeah, you didn't kill me. Yeah, no, I had survived. I, I survived. totally survived getting squished by a trash compactor. Yeah. That's
0: a good pick, dude.
1: Yeah, man. So what's your um, number two, Jason?
0: My number two, I'll piggyback off yours again. Okay. Because it's, it's similar. It was a, I was watching both of these movies, TMNT and this movie, at the same time. Okay. But this movie, while I, while I watched the shit out of TMNT 1 and 2, yeah. I watched this movie... In the show, mm. for years and years after being a child, okay.
1: it'll come back. I there swear we go. To god. There we go.
0: So yeah, I watched this movie a ton as well, and it's massively important to me. And we reviewed it a while back, mm-hmm. and that is the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie.
1: Oh my god! You know what? I actually thought you were going to say three ninjas.
0: That that was that would be, but it's that to me that's like I, I say it all the time.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: I literally. Oh, by the way, I'm not sure if you saw this because I, I deleted the post, but I'll post it again at some point. I yeah. commissioned a, a, a art piece from a really like famous like, uh, cartoonist, whatever, mm-hmm. like a year ago, and he finally got got sent to me because it was very expensive because he's really popular. Yeah, and he does really cool art his name is Sam McKenzie or his name's is Oh No Sam on Instagram. And okay. he, uh, I commissioned three ninjas. Oh shit, dude.
1: For real. Yeah. Damn, that's
0: pretty dope. I have a picture of my phone. I'll show you. So no, no one else can see it. Um,
1: oh, dude, that shit looks dope as fuck.
0: Yeah. It was, it's I so love sick, that, dude. It's so sick. So I'm looking forward that's to getting super that for you. But three ninjas definitely that. would, it's definitely unlike you can't, again, like team until you can't tell my story without three ninjas. Yeah. Arguably it, was probably the foundation for all the ninja stuff. Yes. But Power Rangers the movie and Power Rangers in general yes. was was such a massive force in my life. I mean Halloween's were Power Rangers so central. Rangers. I have pictures of me on Christmas day w- opening Power Ranger stuff. Like I mean like yeah. I have there's a picture of me opening a Beetleborgs Saber Tri-pack. Yeah. with the weapon that the blue Beetleborg had. And uh-huh. then pictures of me opening Megazords and stuff as a kid. Because yeah. par- I didn't have any friends. I was the only child. My parents spoiled me. Yeah. Um, and I love Power Rangers. So, Power Rangers, the movie to me, was like you take everything I like about Power Rangers, you up the quality. Up the quality. And you There's add ninjas a ninjas creepy- in there. There's ninjas in there. Creepy bad guy. Yes. Who's more creepy than the, 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 the main bad guys.
1: Max Ooze. Ivan Ooze. Ivan Ooze. Okay. You have New creepy,
0: creepy putty like Ooze monsters. Yes. Ooh. That make weird noises. You have, you had super great Sentai suits with like the armor.
1: Yeah, I love their suits and the great
0: movie. morph sequences. mega Cool, cool, weird '90s CG Megazord yeah. fight, and then you have them all having their sweet outfits. You have rollerblading and skydiving. Yes, so you have everything you want as like a kid. You're like, dude, this everything's happening. It's
1: got every. It's hitting all the hitting all the buttons.
0: Extreme sports, ninjas, cool armor. Fight in a construction site. Yes, yeah. Van you Halen, Warrior
1: Ravine. Yes. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. have Van Hagar at the end playing yeah. Dreams. Woo. dude, ten out of ten movie. And for me, it was so important. Um, in my my fandom of martial art stuff, and without mm-hmm. without, without that stuff, I wouldn't have. You know, a couple of years later, watched Jackie Chan or Jet Li yeah. or any of this stuff. So Power Rangers to me was massively important. Obviously, TMNT has that stuff. But the mm-hmm. choreography in team and T, tea, you can't, you cannot call that. It's it's not martial arts, right? It's martial arts light. Now Kino in part two, he's doing some shit. Yeah, if he's not hampered by the suit in the, in this one because in the first movie he's wearing a suit. Right. He's doing he could do some stuff, but there's some minor martial arts. But Power Rangers, dude, mm-hmm. they're doing some spin kicks. We got some flips. We got see you next oh, fall. Yeah. We got all these quick all these little quips. You got fucking drill kick from Tommy.
1: Oh, yeah. Dude. You get some good-ass shit in the fucking Power It's good rangers stuff, movie. man. Oh, yeah.
0: And my favorite part, I mentioned that when we did the review for the movie. Besides uh-huh. Action Boy Now, Action Girl Now, which is Devo, who I have now is one of my favorite bands of all time is Devo. Not because of that movie, but just because I just I learned to like Devo growing up. I got but, you. But um, there's a scene I should it to you where after we did the review of the movie, which is that there's a part where the birds are fighting the rangers when they can't morph on the island before they get yeah. saved. And the stunt man in the bird costume is on the wire, and he's mm-hmm. being lowered to have his fight with Tommy. But yeah. Jason David Frank, rest in peace, rest in power, spin kicks this stunt man in the face right when his the wire makes his body vertical. So yeah. he comes in like this, ah, spin kick to the fucking face, and it's, it's full on spin kick to the fucking cheek. Yeah, it, it looks, and you miss it. Unless you're like looking at it, like oh my god, that dude just brutalized that guy. <laughs> it's amazing. So Power Rangers the movie, yeah, was 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 massive for me. Hell yeah, Action Boy good. now, Action Girl now. Ooh. Come on, can't beat it. I love dude.
1: it. Can't
0: beat it, Zach. Can't. What's your next movie, dude?
1: Next movie for me, um, on my three by three. It's technically the first movie, but. Uh, and I'm just counting it as the whole series in general, but if we're going by actual movies, it's probably the second movie. Okay. And that's Mission Impossible. Oh, Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible, Tom Cruise, the lead vehicle, up to its eighth movie now?
0: Mission Impossible I... 1, I remember, remember as a kid. I'm, I'm not trying to interrupt you. Yeah. Um, really spooked me because it has that really brutal death in the elevator.
1: There's some brutal fucking deaths. There's
0: that like there. brutal elevator death that fucking freaked I rewatched me out as it. A kid. I
1: rewatched the first one like a couple weeks ago. Uh, and yeah, like that scene where like Emilio Estevez and the rest of the yeah. people on the team get murdered brutal. is like brutal fucking shit.
0: And they like smash his face in with the spikes. Like oh yeah. my god, oh dude. my
1: god, that elevator shit. I don't know what it was, but like the '90s with the the elevator deaths were like something else. Okay, I always confused.
0: I always confuse, and I, I obviously have seen this speed. I've seen speed a billion times. Yes, but I, I remember when I was like first getting into speed again because I, I liked it as a kid, and then I stopped watching because I was too much of a snob.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And when I was getting back into action, I remember watching speed being like, "Oh, isn't there like a fucking really brutal like elevator death in this movie?" And I was just confusing it with Mission Impossible. Oh, I kept waiting for fucking Jeff Daniels to get spikes to the face. <laughs> what about Mission Impossible? It Was so important.
1: I think specifically, well, for me, it's funny because we actually didn't have the first one, um, but we had the second one on DVD. So I watch that one all the time. And I think it was Tom Cruise in general. This got me to fall in love with Tom Cruise. Also, I really do love – the story in the second one is stupid, but it's directed by John Woo, and the action in it is incredible, especially the, the scene that always sticks out in my mind. It's Tom Cruise – Looking like a fucking badass with his fucking black t-shirt on, his leather jacket, he's on that fucking crotch rocket. He's doing
0: the spins. He gets that,
1: he gets that machine gun, he goes, yeah. bah, 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 bah.
0: The hair is long and blowing in the
1: wind. The ha- his hair is the longest it's ever been in Mission Impossible 2. I love it. Because you know John Woo came in there, he's like, You gotta have long hair. Listen, listen. Listen, I'm gonna have blow I'm gonna have giant fans, they're gonna blow on you, your hair's gonna blow back, it's gonna look majestic. You gotta do mm-hmm. it. Absolutely. Also, there's doves, because I'm John Woo. We're gonna have doves somewhere.
0: Gotta have him, cause right? I
1: remember that was like, cause I also remember that was the point where I'd watched this movie so many times, but I didn't get that. That was like his thing. And then I watched, um, uh, Big Fat Liar cause John Woo shows up in that and they have oh, that for really? the guy who like, is supposed to be like the parody of John Woo, I think. Okay. But it's basically the same thing. Like he shows up at the end and he like is the one that like shoots the gotcha scene that they have against Paul Giamatti. Okay. And He talks about the fact that um, I think earlier on in the movie, because Paul Giamatti's like a movie producer, he's a big fat liar, like uh, and so like John Mu was or the John Mu guy was like trying to talk about getting like doves into this scene. So at the very end, it's like for so, for no reason when like Frank Muniz is having this conversation with Paul Giamatti, you just see like a bunch of doves just like fly over behind. Him. Gotcha,
0: that's funny. And then you
1: have John Mu come down on his chair. He said, "I told you about the doves, baby." That's funny. But yeah, Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. Nice, dude. I, right, that's yeah. I, I've introduction into the spy action thriller. I love it.
0: I, I on my I had it on my list, not Mission Impossible. I had my introduction to spy stuff on my list. Mm-hmm. But I took it off and that was Born Identity.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Because that to me was like my that was like that was my like, oh my god.
1: Because
0: yeah. even even before that, I saw Bond in theaters. I mean, I saw the peri- the last one or two Blastern yeah, and Bonds and in theaters.
1: Yeah but they were like they didn't click for me. Well, the only one, the only Brosnan movie for me that really clicks is Goldeneye. Yeah, um, but that was
0: I was way too young to but yeah, see that. Yeah, that's,
1: that's 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 in 95 or something. It's like yeah, it's like mid 90s or something like, so like that. So what the time the I saw? after that is not bad either, but Goldeneye is his best movie.
0: Yeah. Well, whenever it was like World is Not Enough or whatever. I think it the World is. is Not
1: Done. Whatever one where um you have Halle Berry. Um, no, that's the that's a bad one. No, the one with Lucy Liu in it was good. Um,
0: I remember seeing the Halle Berry one. I think
1: in theaters. That's theater. the last one because that's this very last one. That's the one where they're like surfing on ice or some shit.
0: Right. I remember seeing that in theaters, being like, I don't get it. But then I, I never actually it.
1: seen that one.
0: A couple of years later, two thousand two, when everyone Born Identity comes out, mm-hmm. I remember being like, Oh my, this is fucking the sweater he has. I'm like, That's a cool fucking Maybe it was sweater. Die another
1: day. Dino Another day, Dino day. I know. yeah. I think Dino the day was the one that had. Oh no, Hallie Baker's in that too. Wait a second. Now hold this. Up. Which one was I thinking of? You're thinking of the... maybe it's tomorrow. Never. Which one? Never dies. Oh, the world is not enough. Was the second one that he did? No, it's the third one. Okay. Tomorrow never dies is the one. Yeah, because that has Jonathan Price in it. He's like the journalist guy that like wants to take over the world through TV, right? Um, well
0: um solid pick yeah i'm Appreciate
1: gonna give it. you my next one let me lay down number three for me all
0: right so this is a sequel to a movie that i fucking love the shit out of okay so i loved the first one yeah i thought this movie was life-changing okay and then two came out and it fucking dude holy we shit! we bought a zoo i
1: already know oh it's my bought a zoo. God.
0: dude when two came this movie came out number two I remember like, I remember feeling like how, you can't, you cannot top this. Yeah. And spoiler alert, they never did.
1: <laughs> they
0: never did for the next six movies. They never even came close. Yeah. That's X2.
1: Ooh, X2, okay. two,
0: dude. I give you two scenes alone that as a fucking little boy, I was like, holy, first off, opening scene, holy shit. Yeah. What? The president scene with fucking nightcrawler dude? No, but the pyro Ooh. scene.
1: Yeah. With
0: the cop cars. Dude.
1: I remember being like the Pyro goes fucking crazy, starts blasting those cop cars. Who buddy I remember as a kid being like, This character needs more. Yeah, and then he never shows up in any of like I think he's in three a little bit, but like a he's basically bit, like yeah. a non-existent character by the. Point. But that story could have been so
0: good if they actually played that great. story out with him and Iceman. the
1: story between him and Bobby in general is great.
0: Yes, and I already had knowledge later on. I think maybe later, maybe the same. I don't remember what year it came out, but when yeah, one of Bobby or his twin or both, I think both of them were in Smallville. Hmm. I remember being okay. like, I'm a massive, huge fan, huge fan of Smallville when I was when I was growing up. Right. And they both show up in, like in the first season or second season. Mm-hmm. So at that point, I already have established this guy. These guys, because they're twins. Like identical yeah. twins. I'm a fan of both of them. But X2, dude, raised the bar. And it really showed me what... It got me into X-Men. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first movie was important, obviously. But the X2, though, was darker... I feel like it was longer. It had a more convoluted story. It
1: definitely was longer than the first it was, one. It
0: was. It was clearly. It was telling of a really famous comic book story.
1: Yeah, and
0: I remember being like, "Whoa, this is some yeah. sick. We're getting some X Men Wolverine shit. We got some
1: Phoenix shit. We're getting some mm. cool shit." They set up we, a lot of stuff in X Two that never paid off. <laughs> Well, it paid off, but it wasn't a good payoff. Like no. they set up the their their payoff to the Phoenix storyline in X three is not good. Cyclops being obliterated. They do the Weapon X stuff they had in two was great. Yes. all the Weapon X stuff I think it was only Striker, good because it paid off the guy they later. Had later, play Striker was great. I can't remember. Yeah, he great. He was very good. Yeah,
0: um, Love X two was so so important to me. The mm-hmm. only movie that rivaled it at the time in that same realm mm-hmm. was uh, Spider Man.
1: Oh yeah, the first Spider
0: Man was like also like, Dequire,
1: Sam Rae got me in the comics, got me in the Spider Man. Spider Man was, I think, one of the first like big Marvel properties that I like had known. And it's not like I didn't know of Spider Man because I knew Spider Man beforehand from the cartoon, Anime series, yeah, yeah. But that let's first not movie, forget that
0: you forgot the theme song on top theme songs. I didn't.
1: Is on it's my been list. The long time since I
0: watched
1: all day yeah so yeah x2 for me man x2 all right i take it well jason for Mm -hmm. my next one you know it you love it you know we couldn't do a list without it all right it's time for the weeaboo corner
0: oh shit
1: oh yeah five millimeters per second The what
0: five millimeters per second no
1: actually this is actually more of a recent movie but it is when i actually really like got back into watching anime again uh in like 2017 2018 something like that this was like one of the first movies that i watched and i was like yeah i think i'm just in this for life now i think i've talked about it a couple of times what a, what before a sad thing to but say. it is one of my favorite movies and also one of my favorite anime movies which is okay. a silent voice
0: i yeah, i, I have never heard of it
1: Oh, I've, I've definitely talked about it on a thing before on uh one of our lists before because it's definitely okay. on my list of top ten movies. Um, so it's not about
0: it's, uh, it's not about a, a mute singer who learns to find her voice through. No, it is about a deaf girl. Okay, I'm per- I'm close.
1: <laughs> you had dis- the you had that she's yeah. she's disabled. So I'm going on. No, so it's about um. So it starts off the movie and it's um. It like basically shows uh this like deaf girl moves into the school and basically shows like her getting bullied by like all these kids and like the main guy is like basically like one of her bigger tormentors and stuff like that and then eventually he like takes it too far the whole school turns against him and like you pick up like years later he basically like almost attempts suicide and then it's basically like him trying to like find his road to redemption of like reconnecting with her and also like finding it within himself to like forgive himself for like what he did in the past uh like reconnecting with other people and like the visual metaphors that they have in this movie are great like especially like where he's at in his life when the movie st- when the when he, the movie starts when he's like in his adulthood he they the he, he like doesn't look people in the face like he always stares at shoes and so they like the, like a visual metaphor of like x's on people's faces so he doesn't actually see people and once he well, like, I mean, opens up to a person you have the x like peel away it's really beautiful i love it a lot but yes a silent voice for the weeboo corner <laughs> yeah i man, promise I, it's the I, only one so.
0: no you, you hey you, you're it's your list bro <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that i mean i'm sure yeah. it's, i've never seen it i mean, you probably talked about it, you said it. i just i've never
1: yeah i've never seen that i think it's still um, on netflix it's been on it was on netflix for the longest time but
0: Sweet. Well, if I ever get a chance to watch it for the podcast, nice. I'll check it out. Nice, dude. Um, Number my four. next one, on my next, on my one is another sequel. I, oh, have, okay. I have a lot of sequels on here.
1: A lot of sequels.
0: I have three more. I have four more sequels. Oh my god! Uh, this one is. Another I do have sequel. one sequel
1: on mine. Sweet. Uh,
0: this is a sequel to from a movie that I liked a lot. I loved mm-hmm. it as a kid. And it's a kid's movie. Okay. But I love the sequel more. I had the DVD of it and I would rewatch it all the time. I mm-hmm. watched behind the scenes videos on it. I was a humongous fan. Had a huge crush on the girl lead as a kid. Oh, okay. Um, and I remember when I was a little bit older, when I got into this director's other filmography, I was like, how the fuck did he make these movies? Because <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Spy Kids 2. Whoa. Alright. Might have been the Robert actual, Rodriguez. It might have been my actual intro into spy movies. With spy Kids? Spy Kids 2 was my oh, actual. You said a
1: sequel, so is this Spy Kids 2 game over? Or no. Uh Spy Island.
0: No, it's a Spy Kids 2.
1: Yeah, that's Spy Island, isn't it? Uh I no, was, uh, it's like Island something. Monster Island or something like that, or something like that. It's like Island of Dreams or Monster Island. Something, or something like something that, like yeah. That.
0: Spy Kids 2. Yeah. I just remember it called Spy Kids 2
1: island of lost dreams which is a terrible go. title
0: but everything about this movie was so important to me the fucking stupid fucking Dude, star wars i love their little, Claymation, little
1: creatures oh my god steve it
0: buscemi great. fucking <laughs> yeah fucking fucking cheech marin like yeah. yeah all the things i love about it are in this movie uh all these things i like about it are you know these other aspects of it and then i carmen was cute man i got yeah, i thought of- carmen was cute as a kid i thought her parents obviously antonio
1: antonio i at the then, time um, i was obsessed uh, with zorro gina the, the zorro you know what now that I just brought it up i feel like zorro should have made it on my list yeah it's not at, on the, my t- list, at the
0: time i was watching zorro
1: i i all watched zorro like once a month like i love i was
0: and we when we reviewed it like i don't think we did it did it justice in terms of i don't think we did it was because yeah. i would watch that shit that to me was like how is this guy not like yeah how they're not fifteen of his version of Zoro. Yeah, because he is so good. How do we only have we have two of them, right? Or we only three have of two, them. and the
1: other one came out like ten years after the yeah. first movie, or something. Like
0: we like got that. the fucking horse scene when he the horse he's fighting Dude, the that horse. horse
1: scene with that horse chase in general. That entire like, I mean, obviously, like the entire climax of the movie at the mind is fucking incredible. And what a, what a great the scene of evil him guy. in, like the governor's mansion facing off against uh the governor and um the yeah. colonel is great. But the colonel is such a good evil character. He's such an asshole. It's He's great. So good. And like, what he a fucking good... shows up that first time, and he yeah. like confronts him as his noble persona, and he just shows his brother's head in that and fucking jar. A,
0: a movie that before its time. Was doing the white evil thing in a good, in a really effective way because, like, it was even as a guy who was not Hispanic. Obviously, I'm Filipino American, but mm-hmm. I'm watching this movie being like, I fucking hate this guy. Like, I yeah. want him. To, I want Zorro to kill him so bad.
1: Yeah, I can't wait for him to fucking stab now, him. Now,
0: sure, Anthony Hopkins as Zorro, original, a little. Yeah. Obviously, he's from Spain, so he could just be a white guy. It's fine, yeah. I get it, but his accent. Mm,
1: not a good accent. Not a good accent. But I like how when they go to it later. He just talks like Anthony Hopkins. Anthony He's Hopkins. Like, I'm not even doing the accent anymore.
0: Right. But Spike is too. Yeah. You have all these funny bits. Robert Rodriguez mm-hmm. is doing exactly what he wants to do for fun and make this Gonzo ass kids flick. Yeah. The opening sequence where Junie saves the president's daughter with at the roller
1: coaster. i sure that happened at the very beginning.
0: The fucking CG roller coaster. <laughs> you have
1: Haley. You want CG? It doesn't get worse than that third movie. That when no, they go into no. the VR. Oh shit, dude, that is fucking awful. You
0: have Haley Osment with the fucking flying
1: pigtails. Oh my god. Who played I, the other, um, the brother? Yeah, I feel like he was another. Name. Big guy. I
0: don't remember him after after this movie, but I remember their last name was Giggles.
1: Yes, that's a terrible last name. It was
0: like Gary and Gertie Giggles or something. Yeah, it was
1: Gertie. Yeah, Gertie. Uh,
0: yeah, I love that movie. It was so important to me, dude.
1: Yeah. Oh. Zach,
0: what's your next flick?
1: Matt O'Leary. I don't know who Matt O'Leary is. Um, I'm gonna hold on. I have to debate whether I want to save this for last or not. Okay. Secondly, in the middle of my nine, my three by three. Mm. so i feel like i should save it i am i'm gonna save it for last so okay. we'll go to the next one matrix. matrix obviously
0: not not on my list but dude the
1: matrix ain't in on your list that's another a movie they got it's me another into, one i mean how can you not have drag Yell on your list
0: because here's the why I'm, a, I'm i said it before when i preface it again okay if i really chose like the top tier ones that were asked uh, mass I, I would to try to go to the, like the sub tier ones okay because you would hear Bloodsport and Back to the yeah. Future and the you would hear the ones we've ta- talked about a billion times. That's true. So I wanted to go to the ones that were, were just as important, but the, were the ones that are
1: just like maybe that's tertiary. Fair.
0: You know, ter- tertiary picks because The Matrix is obviously.
1: Yeah. It got me fair. into everything. I mean, yeah, and it got me into everything. Got me into wanting to wear leather, even though i Got me into
0: raves, raves, goth music, fucking. Got me into
1: Lawrence Fishburne.
0: You got me into Lawrence Fishburne, even though to me that was also Fast Times. Yeah, that's true. Not Fast Times, something else, whatever.
1: Got me into fucking kung fu, lots of guns. Got me into Hong Kong. We need more guns. Got me into John Woo. Got me into
0: fucking all the Tiger. Got me into everything.
1: Got me into everything. Oh, it's true. I mean, it is fair. We've talked about no, it's No,
0: I think it's different because. Me personally, yeah, like I talk about it a lot. Yeah, you talk about it less a lot. That's true. I'm talking about Dracula so much.
1: I mean, can't not talk about Dragula. And then
0: when I talk about it, you you entice you you encourage me to keep talking about
1: it. I do. I, I want to that. tell you on the aspect of encouraging you, I did have Dracula come on to my workout playlist while I was nice. in the middle of the set. And I'll tell you, I pumped the most I ever pumped in my entire life.
0: That's amazing because you know if you ain't burn, burn the witch burn through the witches or whatever. <laughs> burn the at both ends he did whatever yeah yeah what a ma- yeah
1: massive movie dude yeah
0: oh so good incredibly important that that whole the 90s keanu in general could be 90s oh i goodness. mean
1: this was de- more so than anything else this was my introduction to 90s keanu um all of his movies and like getting into his world loving it you like you know the weird philosophical stuff that pops up later in life when you talk about the Matrix and like what is real yeah. and what's not real and all that kind of, all that sort of weird shit that always pops and, up and, when, and it's scary. Like yeah.
0: the fucking the the Dude, the sentence is scene fucking terrifying. The scenes are terrifying, but the tracker
1: scene. Oh yeah, is te- fucking um yeah. cipher killing all of them. Dude, when that first scene when Cipher just like starts killing everybody in the crew when he when like, he pulls black. like
0: when when Switch calls the camera calls the calls the operator yeah and he, and he just flicks the switch and she just fucking falls yeah it's fucking creepy dude oh my god it's so scary but then you get like I'll go into a whole Matrix thing but like when when it's the final scene yeah and the final act and they're in the goddamn Subway, and they're looking at the fucking screen. It's the fucking text, and then oh, she's yeah. like, "Run!" What? What's he doing? And Morpheus goes, "He's beginning, He's beginning, to, beginning believe. to believe." Shut Ooh. the fuck up, dude. Ooh. And then the fucking and then power, you get that scene
1: where he like does his whole shit, and then he, he does. has like, the.
0: Well, then he has the fucking power, like the powder power. Yeah, the Chinese power power when he fucking hits his body, he goes the. <laughs> it's all it shakes it off.
1: Puffy. Oh, so good. So fucking good, so good. And then and he have, immediately goes into his Liu Kang bicycle kicks. It's great.
0: Yeah, and then you have this—literally this a master performance from Hugo Weaving. Just
1: yeah, insane. oh,
0: insane.
1: That movie would—I feel like that movie would not be the same without Hugo no. Weaving. Those
0: all those people were important.
1: Yes, everybody in that movie is important.
0: Everybody. Oh, good. You, could, you couldn't switch any of them out. No. Especially that first one. They, they tried in Resurrections. It was terrible. It was terrible.
1: They tried to make What's His Face into Hugo Weaving, and it didn't work
0: was not good was not good at all yeah nice pick dude
1: yeah man so what's your number 4 no 5
0: um uh, a movie that i talk about a lot i <laughs> will <laughs> I'll, I'll go quickly fast yeah. and furious number 1
1: okay Fa- fast and furious i figured one, fast and furious would be on your list somewhere
0: fast and furious 1 i watch more than the matrix um i watch watch the matrix every year but i watch fast and furious multiple times a year yeah um it's a it's the one movie series Mm -hmm. where i can tell my wife what paul walker wears yeah like i'm obsessed with the way he looks in those movies he looks so cool i'm like i wish i could just look like that like why can't i just wear a white t-shirt and khaki shorts and look cool like that
1: telling you man but
0: like my taste in cars that I've never had because they're too expensive. Yeah. My taste in like the way that I think a guy would look cool being a surfer guy from California, like mm-hmm. like the things that my aesthetically things about the movie I love so much, combined with this just stupid story. <laughs> it's so stupid. Jack and DB players, me, right? But what what it does for me, Fast and Furious, was the start of me enjoying movies that are serious most of the time
1: mm-hmm.
0: about non the same way that I love Prince of Tennis and her oh, car will yeah. go and I get it. Dunk. Yeah.
1: Like it's a serious story about something that is inherently really not that serious.
0: Not that serious, but it's like the non battle battle manga. Yeah. Like
1: for movies, yeah, yeah. Like,
0: like it's car racing that yeah. has a crime plot line, but it's car racers
1: in the first one. Yeah. Yeah, the first one. It's the same way... you to lose you know, that tail at some point, but...
0: Right. It's the same way that 11 years later, in 2012 or whenever it came out, Yeah, Justin Gordon-Levitt in the movie Premium Rush, Ooh. I was obsessed with that movie, being yeah. like, I think I want to move to New York and be a bike messenger. <laughs> obsessed with it. I, yeah. I thought it was so great. It's the same exact thing. So, mm-hmm. you know... It's the way that I watched Big Lebowski, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. And obviously, I love the noir storytelling. I like the 50s mm-hmm. crime stuff. stuff. I like the Coens being just their Coens. But yeah. the bowling aspect of it,
1: like it, it, it got me hooked. Well, the bowling scene is great.
0: Yeah. So Fast and Furious 1, that's, yeah.
1: I Zach, what's your
0: what's your next one?
1: My next one, speaking of movies that we don't really talk about, although I, f- I feel like I've talked about it on the show before, but I don't talk about it all the time. And it was my first Taylor Sheridan movie as well. So this kind of was a formative movie for me getting into his more like neo-Western and like the neo-Western genre in general, which is Wind River. Right, right. I love Wind River. I love it so much. I love everything about it. I mean, it's the lead up to the shootout at the oil field is still like one of the tensest scenes that I've ever seen. It's so good. I love it so much. Um
0: and you would say that this movie has like has like influenced the, like your interest in more like yes. tense movies or something or what?
1: I would say like, it's definitely influenced like the, the neo western and the uh like Taylor, Taylor Sheridan's writing in general. Like this is the movie that I watched and I was like I want to watch more of his shit. Right. And like that kind of movie in general um definitely more like the Tense, atmospheric type of stuff, because that's definitely like what Taylor Sheridan goes for. Mm-hmm. I didn't talk about this, but I did also recently finally watch Sicario, and I loved it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's good shit. Yeah,
0: how good is that movie?
1: I fucking loved it so much, but I just watched it like two weeks ago. I was like, I can't put that on the list.
0: Now you got to watch part two, and it's really good. I'm, I'm, I'm in the very middle of watching movie.
1: part two. Um, it is a I good movie, but it's... It. I like it the beginning of different. part two, but I'm at the point now where... um Benicio del Toro's like on the farm with the deaf family. Yeah. And I was like, this is a little too slow.
0: No, it's, it becomes very fast, but it's a very different kind I of I feel movie. like
1: it will pick up. Cause I know he's like, as soon as he starts to head towards that border, I know shit's going to fucking go down. So. Well, it's
0: like number two is purely an action movie. I
1: was about to say this one felt more, cause yeah, the first Sicario is definitely more like, it's, I mean, it's obviously like more like introspective of like what's good and evil and like the, yeah like the it's a denny movie. mirror to like the way cartels do things but the way like the cia also does like yeah
0: it's, it's a denny movie yeah and he's making his action flick the way that a denny yeah. guy would he would make the movie you know what i mean and like it's
1: yeah this, I, I this, this, the, the, the sicario 2 is definitely yeah just like a pure action movie
0: but the way that taylor i mean i haven't seen his show but the way he writes oh, movies shit,
1: god damn it what is going um, on today? all right
0: yeah, the way that he writes the movies that I've seen, you know, um, yeah. the one with Chris Pine and Ben Foster, yeah, or Highwater, Highwater, you know, the one, the way he writes them, um, he has a really good hold on the crime genre. As I, a whole. I, I think so too. Yeah, and I would love for him to write like a spaghetti western. I
1: would love it so much, like like an actual
0: period. Problem is that he's just so
1: busy Mm -hmm. with Yellowstone now. Now he's doing like three more spinoffs for Yellowstone, and I get it. Like Yellowstone's like like super mega popular; everybody loves it, and they wanted to do more Yellowstone. And I'm happy for him that like he's just getting more and more work like that. But it's like I want you to go back to like doing stuff besides Yellowstone. I did start watching Yellowstone. I haven't like caught up or anything. Like I'm still in the first season. I'm like five episodes in, and I like it. But I'm watching this and I was like, I really just wish you'd make another movie.
0: Exactly. Hey, I'm going to pee real quick before we get into the next one.
1: Mm-hmm. For sure.
0: All right. Sorry about that. No, you're good, man. All right. So that this is number six. Cool. All right. So my next one. Well, I'll tell you this. Hit me with it. My next three. Okay. Um, my next three movies. Because there's four left, right?
1: Yes, four left. So my Uh, next. You have four left. uh, Yeah, I have three left. You have four left.
0: Okay gotcha my next three movies are same time period ish okay and they all kind of got me into the same genre
1: ish okay that makes sense
0: it'll make sense when you when you hear the first one okay so my next pick is a movie we reviewed i believe maybe a couple years ago i think i'm pretty sure we did and it got me into I don't know, goth stuff. Okay. It definitely was a, b- a big part into like making me like have a crush on goth checks.
1: Okay. I get it. Big it got me goth into PF, man. I get it.
0: Well, this this main character isn't isn't that. <laughs> uh Underworld.
1: Ooh, okay. Yeah, definitely Underworld. not the big take,
0: but. Yeah, Underworld got me into one's action stuff which is great but it got me into yeah. vampires in a way that I really wasn't into before because it gave me another type of va- it wasn't the hammer horror
1: Christopher Lee vampire movie I'm surprised that wasn't- underworld was the first one that got you into that
0: yeah i mean it wasn't it wasn't I feel um, like
1: i feel like blade would have gotten you into that before ah uh,
0: you're jumping ahead now baby oh okay you're jumping ahead now okay. underworld uh underworld was blade one was important to me right i really really liked blade one yeah um but it was very comedic
1: it was yeah, <laughs> which, yeah. Is, which
0: isn't bad it just was it like at the time but wonder definitely matrix.
1: not comedic yeah
0: right i can watch, watch matrix year. i can watch bloodsport i can watch other action flicks and blade one to me was a fun movie obviously the opening sequence is still one of the best of all time yeah but underworld to me it was dark it was moody it was heavy it was rainy it was dark. It mm-hmm. had a katana. It had like yeah. a cool the a cool a bit, a cool like lore, like it had things about yeah, stuff that I liked more. Fucking UV bullets. There's something about vampire mansion of a coven and it's like there's death dealers. And like,
1: yeah,
0: I was all about it because it seemed like a fantasy novel, urban fantasy shit. And I was super into Kate Beckinsale as a, as a lead character. I believed that she was so powerful and she was cool, mm-hmm. but she was still vulnerable as like this, you know, she believed her elder characters, but then they were all fucking lying. I like the human guy who was like a fucking doctor. Then he was becoming yeah. like all that shit. I love the werewolf. And without Underworld really kind of being in my life at the time, I probably wouldn't have gone into more traditional vampire shit like Bella Lugosi stuff or Ooh, Christopher okay. Lee stuff or the the traditional Dracula storylines. I probably wouldn't have got into it as much because I really liked underworld and underworld to me got me into universal monsters it got me yeah. into all that stuff that i like now you know what well, and this is a, a through line that people i think would find funny who are big monster fans mm-hmm. but like and i wasn't a monster fan to me the most monsters i liked were power ranger monsters mm-hmm. you know okay. so like small kaiju stuff but in terms yeah. of underworld got me into the fucking classic era of monsters yeah you know, so that's a weird through line for some people, probably, but to me, it was massively important. So
1: no, I get it. I mean, there's definitely the through line. I mean, it's not like all of Universal monsters, but you got the big two. You got fucking Wolfman, and you got vampires. So exactly, and then
0: the um, yeah. So I'll stop there. So Underworld is definitely my on my list. Okay, Zach, sure. what's your next one?
1: My next one on my list. This is the one that I watched, and you cut, you introduced me to this movie, and I watched it. And I was like, I just need more shit like this. Like I and this also like revitalized my love for like martial arts movies in general, especially like the more brutal choreography. We're okay. talking about the raid. Oh nice. Dude. Hell yeah. Love the raid so much.
0: Massive movie.
1: Love it. I love the through line. The story uh, raid is one of those movies where it's like it's like a good steak. Like it's all meat, no fat it's like the story is like barely there it's only serviceable to get you into situations where people are beating the shit out of each other um it's so much fun i love watching the raid i've i feel like i've watched it at least once a year um i need to watch the second one again because now the second one's on netflix and i was like
0: oh yeah
1: to watch the second one i gotta see you that need to do the Hammer trio roll.
0: you gotta do marantau raid one raid two because it's all gareth and all eco yeah and you can just watch him get do a traditional martial arts movie and then yeah. go all right we gotta we gotta amp it up and then you see yeah. like, oh my god dude i
1: watched morontu uh i think like a year or two ago um it's and yeah good. like that one's a much more traditional it's it
0: reminds art. me of tony Jad the protector or the yeah. first Ongbok. it's very similar
1: the those. first Ongbok is, yeah, because then I think I watched the second one. Ongbok in general is weird because the first one is, like, a modern-day movie, and then they, like, fucking yeah. go to, like, ancient times. I, I, I only the watched the first one. one is, one. like, in even more ancient times or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I only
0: watched the first one because the two and three or whatever have, like, magic and shit. And yeah, like, they have, like, weird, oh. like,
1: sorcery shit that shows up. Yeah. It's very strange. Don't
0: care about it. so just I just watched the first one.
1: Yeah. Um, um, the rate yeah, though, the, the Raid, Raid, Raid
0: is, yeah, I, I think for me and obviously – I think it's safe to say that I'm a little more tuned into the haunt, like the martial arts stuff It's kind of yeah. more my my stuff. So for me, the raid wasn't a as. I mean, it was a genre the re, genre redefining movie, but for me, I was already so
1: yeah
0: tuned in that it didn't like it struck me really hard. But I also saw so much of what Donnie was doing. Yeah. And I knew that it was going to get to the. It was just the next evolution of what Donnie was doing with like SPL and like Flashpoint. Yeah. Like it was going to get there. I could tell. And mm-hmm. even with Tony Jean, like Tony Jean, they were taking like fucking full on, yeah,
1: bumps in his flicks. So I knew that it was coming. They took some the raid, heavy fucking bumps in, um, in Umbug. I remember. Oh yeah, some I mean, but
0: bunks. I mean, they they the scene where they climb the fucking tree and that's them oh, actually yeah. climbing the tree. You know, so
1: yeah.
0: the raid, yeah, massively important movie, but. Um, You know, and I I love the movie, so it's not like it's anything about the movie, but it's just... Yeah. uh, I was already tuned in, so...
1: Yeah, no, I get it. I get it 100%. But yeah, for me, it was definitely, like, the movie that, like, reintroduced me into the world of, like... Not specifically, like, Hong Kong, obviously, because it all takes place in... But uh, just martial arts. But yeah, like, martial arts movies in general, and especially, like, the more brutal stuff. I mean, this was the movie that got me into, like... I'd seen, like, It-Man before, but, like, It-Man's not really, like... That type of thing, like it, means more of a traditional martial arts movie. But this is definitely the one that got me looking up like Donnie and like Flashpoint and like SPL and like some of Donnie's other movies, and then it just like introduced me to Iku Waste in general, who I've become. He's become one of my favorites. Like I still, I love his all his shit that he did in. Oh God, what was it? The Night Comes for Us. That was the Netflix movie, right? Yeah. With the other guy yeah. from the Raid, because it's both. That's of them.
0: Joe, Joe Taslim.
1: Yeah. Or He yeah. was in the Raid Two. Was he in the Raid Two or Raid One?
0: He's in raid one. He's his brother.
1: Yeah, yeah. But yeah, raid, so good. But yeah, so that's my number seven.
0: Sick, dude. Uh, My next one is the same vein as my previous pick. Um, Got me more into the monster world. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that is The Mummy Returns. Gotcha. Oh!
1: With The Rock? Ooh, buddy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I dig it.
0: The Mummy Returns was the same thing as Underworld. It was a humongous movie for me um, in terms of going back to that universal realm of monster stuff, tying it into that, but also ha- having exposure to Brendan. But also having the kid character be there so it's like a
1: self-implanting.
0: Yeah. It's comedic, it's not too dark, but at the same time there's really mystical dark storylines with, really, with fun action.
1: Yeah, it's weird when you think about it that the Mummy Returns is not as dark as the first movie. Well, I think the kid's a big part of it. You know, I think that helps. Yeah, you know, the kid has. Although a, I, has mean, a I mean, I mean, there is the threat of the kid the entire time that if he fucks up, he'll his entire his wrist will fucking. What was it? What was it? It'll just like evaporate him, basically, or something. But like he, that. he has
0: like he has like doesn't he give him like powers and shit. Like a, it gives it gives him.
1: You know, well, it doesn't give him like powers, but it has like the holographic projection shit. Yeah, it's like a little like gadget like stuff and stuff, you know, to go or something like that.
0: Yeah, it's like a little yeah. cool little gadget, and to me, like that's like you're tight. You're you're adding that in. Yeah, the uncle's really funny still. You know, the uncle's great. You took the the formula to about step team it.
1: up with uh, the uh, Maharaj, or is the, the guy normal? from the first movie. Yeah, the guy from the first movie. They actually yeah. do like their team up, and him and Brendan right. Fraser together are great. It's and, movie yeah, movie. It's,
0: just, it's a fun, Swashbuckly, pulpy. Get that,
1: all the shit on the air balloon is
0: f- hilarious. It just shows me that, like you know, again, then it's the movie I the movies I prefer over Indiana Jones. Yeah, it's the stuff that to me Indy is supposed to do. Maybe if I was a kid in the eighties, maybe Indy would be that movie. But to me, the Mummy was like, it was like darker. It had actual yeah. like conf- like full fledged magic. Yeah. And then you have actual mummies, like like we know cool. that like there's stuff that's happening in indie, but this is like, yeah. No, we're not even hiding it. Like these, this, this is real shit.
1: Yeah, no. For so sure. yeah,
0: I would say on uh, uh, um, Mummy Returns,
1: massive. Hell movie yeah. For me. hell yeah. Number eight for me. This is we kind of touched on it a little bit with talking about superhero movies with Spider Man and uh, X Two. This was my first superhero movie. It's very formative for me. I ran this VCR tape into the ground. I didn't realize it was the first movie in this series, but it was the first one that I watched. And so the person who plays this character has a special place in my heart with playing this character, even though he's on nobody else's radar.
0: Are you going to say Darkman?
1: No. Batman Forever. Batman
0: Forever. Yeah, man. That's a good one.
1: Oh my God. I love Batman Forever so much. Tommy Lee Jones is Two-Face being whatever the hell he's been jim carrey this really was like also guy. one of my first introductions to jim carrey as well um i think this was like one of the first movies that i saw with jim carrey in it and i love him as the riddler him being his fucking jim carrey ass self being all that he can be um you know there's something about um god his name's not paul dano who was the guy who played the riddler in the new movie paul dano it is paul dano yeah I thought Paul Dano was the skinny fuck from Amazing Spider-Man who played Harry Osborn. Is that not...
0: Who's that guy? No. That, Paul Dano is... That's Paul Dano. Amazing You're thinking Spider-Man. of Dane
1: DeHaan. Oh, Dane DeHaan. That's the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I get... I, okay, but yeah. So, I mean, there's something... Paul Dano's Riddler is, like, one interpretation, but as far as, like, the Silver Age comic book cheesy shit, like, Jim Carrey has said perfectly. Um, and Val Kilmer's Batman, man. I'm saying... He's still as far as early Batman goes, and this might just be rose colored glasses, but he's one of my favorites. I love Al Kilmer's Batman. It's yeah, that's a that's a great pick, man, because
0: that movie was so important to me too as a kid. I mean, I went I remember after that movie came out, I it was either that one or it was Clooney Batman. I can't remember for sure, but I'm pretty sure it's forever. Yeah. I um
1: was a ho- Batman for
0: Halloween. Oh, I remember yeah. having pictures of me as. And, and, uh, I was a definitely day.
1: Batman for Halloween that year, yeah, for sure.
0: And um actually, you know what it might have been, no, 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 the year that movie came out or whatever it was, I went as Robin. I have pictures of me as Robin. Oh. I
1: think because I had Batman. I think my brother went as Robin.
0: Yeah, I went as Robin. I went as the Bat Boy.
1: Yeah, and that's another talk about self-insert man being being a kid and being like, oh, I could be like Robin. Hell yeah! It's I wanted the, to be that. And so also, bad.
0: my favorite version of Gotham
1: i love the gotham in this movie as well i love the neon like uh because to me that version lighter throw up that's just everywhere in yeah. this
0: version of gotham to me the version of gotham that we see in forever uh-huh. is the version of, of gotham we see in Beyond. beyond yes like it, to me that, that's that 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 carries over
1: i feel like chris o'donnell's robin they kind of treat him like terry mcginnis too a little bit like he has yeah, the same bit. type of attitude I can see like that he doesn't sure. really have a, i feel like it, his attitude isn't really dick grayson to me it is it feels more like a terry mcginnis type of character
0: or like a jason
1: or yeah jason it definitely doesn't feel like dick grayson
0: it's not t- dick or tim
1: yeah it's definitely not tim
0: he's too hot-headed yeah like there's no way like dick would not steal the batmobile and go drive no. around town
1: dick would never dick wouldn't dare steal the batmobile no he wouldn't do that nice pick dude for sure hell yeah
0: all right, so I have two more. You have one more, right? Yes. All right, so my next one, I actually kind of tricked you a little bit. Oh, shit. Oh, so you thought it was going to be Blade, but it's not. What? You tricked me. Uh, <laughs> Blade 2 was going to be on my list because Blade 2 was more important to yeah. me. Was a,
1: Guillermo, it, it, Blade. It, was,
0: it got me into Guillermo, got me into Ron, mm-hmm. It got me into darker vampire stuff, more of the monster stuff, which got me yeah. into all of Guillermo stuff, which is all his, his stuff in Mexico. Yeah. Obviously Hellboy came out. That was a yeah. massive one for me. Uh so Blade 2 would have been on my list if I chose I thought about it. I was going to be going to be on my list, but I chose this movie instead because it was more important to me as a kid in okay. the year 2002. Um it's a kids movie with some really some darker elements. Uh I had people in the movie that I was already a fan of from other stuff as a kid. Okay. So uh, had three people in the movie that I was already massively fans of from mm-hmm. Hackers, from, uh, some t- she's all that, okay. and then I had Buffy. Ooh, and I was already a massive fan of the cartoon that would be run on Cartoon Network, mm-hmm. and the prequel show called the pup named Scooby Doo. Oh, okay. And my next pick is the live action version of Scooby Doo. Uh, I um, think. Because the movie to me was I already loved all this stuff. Yeah. I already loved all the shit from before this. So when it was coming out, I was already so stoked. Yeah. I liked the Buffy. I liked I liked mm-hmm. fucking hackers, obviously. I yeah. liked all this stuff. And I was already a humongous fan of the property and Hanna Barbera in general. Yes. And you get this movie and it's like super dark.
1: I love the first movie. The first movie's so good.
0: Yeah, I remember at the same around the same time, or maybe a year or two before this was zombie island
1: oh I was yeah like, i was like super obsessed with that up movie yeah i
0: was like i super loved that movie as a kid and to me the live action was like okay they're like they're like riding this like dark wave of yeah. like dark scooby shit
1: yeah you know but it so still had scooby stuff in it but like there's definitely like darker tones into it for sure
0: absolutely, absolutely. i mean like and the brainwashing like, like, like switching real out. magic like, like the one time, like
1: body snatching shit that they do is right crazy. and
0: it wasn't one of those things where they're like okay here's a trick yeah like no this is real like, they're, they're no it's actually some like this stuff. is a
1: real thing like they're actually fucking monsters
0: exactly And that, i love that they, scene
1: as well because i think it's fred that does it when he like tries to like they pull the mask of monsters, off. and he just yeah. finds out that it's actually a real thing and he freaks yeah. the fuck out it's great. love it and freddie prince is so good and yeah i like to michelle Geller she that. has her fucking yeah. fight scene against a luchador it's great
0: i love i love all of that stuff i was a huge huge mungus fan of that movie and yeah um it was a a big time for me.
1: Yeah. I love Zach, it.
0: what is your last pick?
1: <sighs> last movie. This list is about formative movies, movies that shaped us, movies that shaped what we like. Mm-hmm. You know I couldn't do this list without mentioning this movie.
0: Okay. Let's see. If, hold on. Let's see. We pick the same one. Oh, really? Let's see.
1: Okay. All 1993. Right. No. <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> Jurassic Park, baby, you know it. You know wow, it had to be on the list. Yeah, you Knew yeah, it had yeah. to be, baby. Dinosaurs, kaiju's. This is the hey. the love for it all. Spark from Jurassic. Check Park. the
0: vending machines.
1: Check the vending machines. The namesake of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. You knew it had to be on there, dude. I love Jurassic Park so much. This is like the movie that, like, obviously, it like, got me into like. I mean, I was already into dinosaurs beforehand, but like seeing them on the big screen, this is like also like my semi gateway into like godzilla and kaijus and like all that yeah. other stuff this is like the movie that like made me think that i wanted to be an archaeologist for a little bit as a child or a paleontologist not an
0: archaeologist Paleontologist, yeah
1: and i was like oh i want to be a paleontologist i want to be dr grant and then yeah. at the older i got i was like oh, i don't want to be a paleontologist yeah yeah yeah
0: when you learn that they never actually have jobs
1: you yeah when you learn one of actually most of the time they like actually almost never find anything well that's when you get older and you
0: realize life. the opening scene of hammond talking to them like oh that's why they're so excited
1: yeah because it actually almost never happens. Because they
0: never have money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I, that's a good, that's a really good pick, man. Because even to me, who doesn't love dinosaurs, Jurassic Park is like, I rewatched it like I think two weeks ago. I rewatched it. Yeah, it's I, it's a massively fantastic movie.
1: Oh, it's so good. And I remember b- being a kid. It visually was just stunning. the The way they make the dinosaurs look is absolutely fantastic it's yeah, it, even they and obviously like the t-rex is like at night and then the rain obviously so there's some stuff with that but like i mean the first scene you see in the movie of the brontosaurus is coming out of the water broad daylight yeah. it looks fucking incredible like it's so good and like even obviously like the movies that made us like going into the behind the scenes of it and like hearing like the stories of like Been how they were able to like piece that technology together oh, yeah, yeah. is they made, they
0: made a documentary about that one of the one of the um, one of the CG artists who. Did oh, that. really? Oh, yeah. The white one, I the white that. guy with the buzz cut. They, yeah, they made a documentary about him recently. Oh shit! I haven't seen it yet, but I know it's coming out. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I, I agree. That's a, that's a yeah. Even for me, who obviously, if I was gonna pick like a kind of like a monster thing besides the ones I already picked, yeah, it would for me it would have been Jaws.
1: Yeah, I get that. But
0: Jurassic Park was like, yeah, that's a, that's a huge movie, obviously.
1: Oh my god, yeah, so formative, so formative to me as a kid. So
0: and like the the raptor scene at the end, oh, so scary.
1: Raptors, well, even all of the raptor scenes. I mean, when she first goes to the power shed, and yeah. like the fucking raptor just shows up in the middle, like him plugging to the fence. Oh, so good. And then like even like yeah, the, the poacher guy, clever girl, ooh, clever girl, it's good shit. Yeah, the
0: game master, or whatever the game, game master, warden, whatever, whatever he yeah. He's
1: like a poacher or something like
0: that. uh he's a he's a the game warden, yeah, or whatever. Um. Do yeah, so sort much of the movie is so, and it holds up like there's oh, nothing about the movie. Well. Obviously, time in, to in the way time. that
1: some of the other movies don't hold up as well. The first Jurassic Park still holds up so so well.
0: The only part about that of two that holds up is the opening.
1: I'd agree with that it's, um, because it's scary I mean, the stuff, as shit. Uh, the stuff when they're actually in San Francisco aren't that bad. Like as far as like visually, like it holds up. Um, but most of the stuff on the island is just not that good.
0: I think the opening is held up because it's scary. Yeah, and then I think three. I think there's some big set pieces in three that hold up.
1: There are some big set pieces. There are some good stuff. A lot of the stuff in three that holds up. The is not art. around the stuff. It's around the t- uh, pteranodons, Yeah. Yeah. Like whether that bird, the birdcage scene is yeah. incredible.
0: Yeah. But oh, then, good. but one, the whole movie is killer. Yeah
1: also the way that's not a bad part in this the part
0: of one that really always makes me excited Mm -hmm. is the way that laura dern and um what's his name
1: dr grant yeah the actor we had oh um um fuck um either way the way
0: the way that they act in expressing their excitement when they're they're watching the video yeah like it's something so small, but they they do such a good job of expressing how those people would actually feel. Sam Neill. Sam Neill in the yeah. in that moment of like you we we've been studying this our whole lives, and you yeah. recreate like they do a good job
1: of expressing that. I love I love the way that that looks, and like yeah, like the stunned look on Laura Dern's face when she like when Grant finally like pulls her head around to like stare yeah. at dinosaurs, or when she, she finds alive.
0: out that the, the 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 one is pregnant.
1: Yes. When she like um she like takes a look at like their uh, vegetation because she's also like she's the plant plant person yeah she's like oh this is vegetation is not right this is poisonous to them I was like oh damn all right was your yeah. shit yeah 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 because yeah. it was pregnant wasn't it yeah it was pregnant it, was, it was pregnant li- and it was it was sick as well because life
0: finds a way life finds a way that's a good pick dude
1: yeah my pick's it. better. Oh, all right. Lay on me. Last my one. Picks better. My last number one. Nine.
0: My number nine. It's a uh, one of the best movies ever made, and Ooh. stylistically, visually, storytelling wise, mm-hmm. storytelling wise in the series that it's from because it's a sequel.
1: Okay.
0: Of the entire series of movies, it's the best one of all time. Okay. Uh, if you say anything else, you're probably wrong. And it's a fucking two hour long, however long it is. It's just a massive bummer. Jesus
1: but it's Christ! It's the
0: best, but it's the All best right. kind of bummer.
1: The best bummer you've ever watched. It's the best.
0: And when I watched this movie for the first time, I can't even tell you because I was so young. Because I had, I had it on VHS box. Set. I, I, st- I feel. I that. still have my copy of my box set. Like I have my original VHS. Oh, set, my my I kept it. I have it in my other room. I, I still have it. Star Wars,
1: well, all right. Empire Strikes Back. All right, talk about the movie that's been talked to death.
0: Empire Strikes Back.
1: Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a solid pick, though. It really is.
0: Inf- it influences everything because yeah. it's like you watch New Hope. Oh, okay, it's hopeful.
1: Hopeful, depressing. But arc. it's
0: Godfather too. Yeah. You watch Empire, it's Godfather 2, dude. It is. Like, holy, we're going to expand, and then we're going to kill everyone. Our bummer everyone. going to lose his hand. Like, it's so brutal. It's so dark. And, like, it's... Being yeah. a child watching that movie, like, I can't imagine how, like, my How kids actually watched it in theaters being like, shit. I don't holy know how shit. kids were
1: able to watch that in theaters. Seeing, like, Han, basically, as far as you know, is dead.
0: Yeah. Everything about that movie, dude. Seeing yeah. Yoda, seeing Dagobah, like getting some you more see Jedi video stuff.
1: Be like fucking decimated, and Chewie having to carry around on his back the whole time.
0: Yeah, dude. And then, you, and then you get the fucking reveal of like. You finally get to see someone you know. Darth Vader is strong.
1: Yeah. But you don't like, you finally get actually get to see how strong he actually is. Well,
0: and not even that. Which is yeah, for that for sure. But you get to see like. Yeah. At, up until that point, we don't really see the Force, really yeah he just four strokes one guy in but then you see yoda lift the x-wing out of the out of the swamp yeah. and you're like oh gotcha
1: gotcha so Darth
0: vader's on that level yeah so he if yoda is this old guy doing this shit this the, he's he's that and then you have fucking the, the fucking Emperor, gotcha yeah so in terms of building lore and building world and expanding and then just having a really great lead character and like mm. it's being a, ch- a child seeing this it it really holds other movies to a really high standard because like, how can you like, oh, you can't, this is a modern movie but you can't even do Empire? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't fucking care. I would say like, the same, is the same way that Prisoner Azkaban Yeah. made me feel watching Harry Potter because one and two is fun and then Azkaban's like, oh, by the way. Yeah. We're going to get the dude who's going to make Gravity or Children of Man. He's going to fuck your shit up.
1: Yeah, He's are gonna see fucking, the mentors. Yeah, Harry Potter's gonna have to go back in time.
0: And like, if I if I was gonna choose, gonna movie, Like, Empire obviously is you can't I can't deny it. But if I was gonna pick one Prisoner of Azkaban, it's probably like, mm,
1: okay,
0: that movie was like that's insane.
1: Prisoner of Azkaban is a really good. It's it's definitely the best Harry Potter movie for sure.
0: Uh, it's, for me, yeah, it is for sure. Yeah. But yeah, so my last pick, dude, Empire, man. I mean, it's I dig It's it, man. a it's an easy pick, cliche pick, but.
1: I mean it's a cliche pick, but I mean as far as like a formative movie, like I get it, man. Like it is up there with like I, I tried to avoid Star Wars because I thought Star Wars would be a little too obvious. Um so you picked Jurassic Park? But, so I picked Jurassic Park instead. <laughs> um I gave you Underworld, bitch. What are you talking about? That's true.
0: <laughs> I can use Star Wars.
1: Hey man, I'm not saying nothing against your pick. <laughs> I picked the Matrix, so I I don't yeah. I don't have much room to talk. So No,
0: that's all right. I think I think that. It, there, there has to be at least one that's one of those big tentpole movies because how else do you get into movies?
1: That's true, yeah. Jurassic
0: you gotta Park, have one, like, super I mean, huge
1: movie, yeah. Yeah,
0: Jurassic Park gets people in the movies, you know? I mean, that's people's yeah. first memories. Empire was, to me, was that op- the opening scene alone, I mean, I will never forget. Uh, the
1: Hoth scene in general is great. It's so good. It's such a great movie. There are so movie. many
0: movies, like, obviously, I remember. I can tell you details about a lot of movies, obviously.
1: Right. Like we all can because we're big movie fans. Yeah,
0: but I think per capita, people can play by play the
1: exactly original trilogy what in Empire, yeah,
0: or just the original trilogy in general. Like more yeah. people per capita can tell you those movies because that they're that impactful. Yeah, to to people, I mean across generations. You know what I mean? I agree. Jurassic Park One is similar to that. You know. Yeah, and then you go into other stuff, but to me, like. Yeah, there's no movie watching experience without the interest in Star Wars first.
1: Yeah, there isn't one.
0: Because if it wasn't for Star Wars and getting into movies, it's probably just me watching Power Rangers and TV. Hey, that's fair. So
1: yeah, you always got to have that one bridge. You got to have something that's like a bridge for you to get into other stuff.
0: And it's sad because I'm the most anti-Star Wars person now.
1: Well they it's the problem is that they just run it into the fucking ground. I can't remember the last time I like actually watched a Star Wars thing. I, I mean, think it was time, like episode 9. I think that was the last me, one. To me it
0: was like episode 1 of Mandalorian.
1: Yeah. Cuz I haven't watched past was that Mandalorian. Before. After episode 9 or before episode 9? Cuz I, I only watched the first season of Mandalorian. I thought it was after. I thought it was before. I don't remember. I can't remember. Either way, I I, I watched
0: the first episode of Mandalorian. thought it was fine. Didn't watch anything else. And then I watched the Luke scene because I was like, I want to see Luke.
1: Yeah, I've seen the Luke scene. um, But then I've also seen uh, Corridor go in there and make it look better.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I didn't watch Kenobi. I haven't done any of this stuff. I I
1: haven't watched Kenobi. I didn't watch Andor. I haven't watched any more of the Mandalorian. Um, I feel like there was another thing that came out. Oh, I guess there's the Ahsoka series coming out. I'm not going to watch yeah, that. I'm not going
0: to watch that. I will not going to watch that
1: i do not care. I didn't watch the bad bunch, so.
0: I think I watched episode one, maybe. So maybe that was the last thing I watched, but okay.
1: I don't know. Hey, guys.
0: Yep. Thanks for listening.
1: Appreciate we it. We'll see you
0: back next week with more. Check the vending machines.
1: See you, guys.